Today on the Holy Ghost in Me, I want to talk to you about staying out of God's business. When I was growing up, I often sat at the feet of older people. I was really shy and did not like to play with kids my own age. So instead, I would sit at the feet of the elders. Here, they would discuss the latest gossip, wisdom from God, church gatherings, legacy, history, and of course, Sunday afternoon menus. I was taught from an early age that I could sit at their feet, but I better not speak. Otherwise, I was going to get popped in the mouth. And I better not look like I was in their mouth, as the elders would say. And for those of you who are not from the Southern United States, that translates to, you better not look like you're eavesdropping. But one of the biggest lessons that I learned was that you also better not say anything or laugh because they would always respond and say, girl, you better stay out of grown folks' business. And you might even get backhand slapped. But growing up in this old school environment, I learned to mind my business. Well, for the most part. I'm still a little nosy. I just don't say too much about the dirt that I find out. Now, you're probably asking, why am I telling you this story? Well, because sometimes we have a way of getting in God's business. And we do this by asking him 50 million questions like who, what, when, where, why, and how. But you see, the answers to those questions are not our business. Rather, it's our praise and worship that is our business. The more we get in God's business, we take time away from being about his business and increasing our faith muscle. The more we work on what he gave us as steward, the more he will work on the things that he has for us. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added. The more we seek God, the more he adds in our cup until it runs over, like in Psalms 23. And I don't know about you, but I want God to overflow my cup. Lately, I've been meditating on Job. And the Bible says that Job was a man of integrity and right standing in the eyes of God. Yet God still allowed Job to be tested in ways that for most of us are unimaginable. But at no point did he ever curse God and die like his wife wanted him to. But what he did do was seek God. He worshipped him and even when he questioned God, he still gave him the glory. As the story continues, his friends began to accuse him of living a life that was dishonorable in God's eyes, giving Job all the reasons why he was suffering. But here's the thing. Job was like, I didn't do any of the things you're saying. He stayed true to his integrity even in the midst of all his suffering. He stayed true to his relationship with God even through all of his suffering. Even when his friends who were in God's business were verbally attacking him, 
eventually God restored, he redeemed, he beautified, and he unified Job's life and multiplied what he had lost. But the point that I'm trying to make today is simply stay out of God's business, right? The broader part of the story of Job is that Job minded his business with God, asking a few questions, but still living in a position of honor and integrity. While his friends and his wife stayed all up in God's business, trying to get to Job to curse God and die. But Job knew who he was and he stayed in integrity. He stayed in honor and in right standing with God. And because of that, God blessed him. Though there are a lot of lessons in this story that we can learn, I wanted to point out a few today in regards to minding your business and staying out of God's business. Number one, watch who is in your court. Some friends can say, I do things that can lead you down a path God never created for you to walk. Mind your business is number two. Be about God's business, but stay out of the details of God's business. Meaning do what God told you to do, but stop rationalizing how he's going to do something and be in expectancy that he will manifest it. Number three, be a person of integrity. Declare what you want, expect it to show up and expect God to do what he do. Number four, remember every test leads to a testimony and that your story can lead to a breakthrough not only in your life but all those around you number five remember who you are be a person of integrity of honor that demonstrates who god really is on the earth realm walk like christ speak like christ be like christ number six Follow the Holy Ghost, listen to his voice, and let him lead you through the easy and the hard places. Number seven, remember that even if you're going through a hard time right now, God gives you grace for every season you are in. So spend less time worrying, more time praising, and being in expectancy for what God is doing on your behalf. When you do these things, I know that you're going to reach levels you never expected because that's what happened to me. Remember what Psalms 28 and 7 says, The Lord is my strength, my shield from every danger. I trust in him with all my heart. So honey, go out and do just that. Trust God with all your heart and expect greatness. Okay, I think that's enough for today. Now let me pray for you. Father God, I just want to thank you for all who have the opportunity to tune in today. Thank you for the extraordinary lives, the love you have for them, and the love they have for you. Lord, cultivate a new heavenly relationship in their lives with you. Give them a fresh start. Breathe in their purpose, destiny, honor, integrity, and Lord, most of all, teach them to mind their business and stay out of yours.
we know that you're in charge and we do not want that position, Lord. We thank you for who you are and all that you stand for. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Holy Ghost in Me. If you haven't had a chance yet, check out our new blog at www.theholyghostinme.net. This is that lasting influential legend of joy, a.k.a. Lil Joy, that former shy girl from the boot. And I'll catch you next time on The Holy Ghost in Me. Bye, y'all.